Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, guys. Welcome back. You better, you bet. We've got our BetMGM swing for the fences. How do you get this offer? Very simple. Log into BetMGM Sportsbook app on the iPhone or Android. Play the BetMGM MLB free-to-play game from now until September 7th. Play as the batter and pick an area of the strike zone. Depending on the area of the strike zone you pick, you will receive the prize associated with that type of hit. Prizes include profit boosts and a potential bonus bet. Can be played once a day. Uh, the prize must be used on MLB and it expires in 24 hours. So, uh, pay attention to that and get in on BetMGM. Now we got to get into some baseball markets. Ken, you want to start off with uh, with Rookie of the Year? Yeah. So I I had a basically uh, you and I are going to be hosting the show tomorrow too, which I'm excited about for a bunch of reasons, and we'll do a, a golf deep dive maybe with the uh, the FedEx Cup playoffs starting and us having actually won a tournament, so we get to. I don't know, put a lot more money in play or something, but uh, baseball awards <laughs> was something I had scripted for these two days too, not knowing how much we do today and how much we do tomorrow. Um, I, there are, you know, I guess technically five of the six markets are still pretty, like they're not 100% decided. Like you can't say with 100% certainty. Like if Otani just stopped playing baseball right now, he w- he wins AL MVP. So like that's, that's actually just done. Um, but the other five aren't at least done. There are guys who are big favorites in some of them. So I think well, I at least want to do maybe both rookies of the year here, but definitely AL. It's the most interesting one. And then the Cy Youngs, which are very interesting, specifically the NL. The AL might be done, unfortunately. Uh, I, maybe we'll do those tomorrow. And the reason we'll do them tomorrow, if people are like, oh, I wanted that today, Garrett Cole and Spencer Strider and Logan Webb all pitch tonight on Monday night. So at least tomorrow, we'll kind of have some reaction and clarity about those start. I don't have a strong opinion on like what's going to happen in those starts. So maybe we wait till those starts play out and then tomorrow we can do Cy Young. So the, the one I wanted to do today for sure was AL rookie of the year, not just because you were on the show, Jeremy, obviously Orioles guy, and there's an Oriole now in the market. So uh, leading Josh Young of the Rangers. The reason why this market is topical and newsworthy today, Josh Young of the Rangers uh, fractured his finger. I don't know if it was his thumb or not. I forget, but one of the fingers on his hand yesterday at a game and the immediate prognosis was like, out uh, thumb jake writes thanks so like four to six weeks was the early early diagnosis might be more than that the idea is i mean literally if it's like 
if this is if he's Wolverine and this heals as fast as humanly possible, he still can't win probably uh, because it's going to give an opportunity for Gunnar Henderson to just gain way too much ground. And Gunnar Henderson was already ahead anyway. So big injury that had immediate big applications in an award market happened yesterday. And the way the market was shaped prior to the injury was that essentially this was viewed by the market as a three-player race between Gunnar Henderson, Josh Young, and Masataka Yoshida of the Red Sox. And uh, you and I did enough shows this summer, Jeremy, that, you know, kind of like I had a really strong opinion all, all the time that I felt like I knew why Yoshida was priced like this. And I totally disagreed and thought he had like 0% chance to win. And I loved the other two versus him and thought it would likely be a race between those two players. Uh, that has not changed. But now you're removing one of the players from consideration. Like Josh Young basically can't win now. And okay, if I'm going to kick him out, there was a, I was on a text chain with a couple people uh, right around the time Lucas Glover was was walking up 18 at the Wyndham Championship. And it was, okay, the market's closed. So Young gets hit on the thumb. It takes a little bit for the markets to close because baseball they're not as locked into, but markets close pretty fast. And it's the question is going to be when the market reopens, what is the difference in the market between Gunnar Henderson and Masataka Yoshida? What do we think it's going to be? And what would we bet? And what would we like to bet? And the consensus opinion was that Yoshida would be given a lot of credit still because he had been given a lot of credit before Young got hurt. And that, why would that change? He had taken, Yoshida's taken a ton of money at books. We get emails from MGM. He's still their biggest liability, which is insane to me, but like he's has mm -hmm. the most bets on him. And okay, if that's true, then he can't be high priced, but like, how crazy do we think this is going to be? And my guess was I thought Gunner was going to be like minus 150 or minus 175. That was going to be my guess. And uh, and then somebody said, well, what would you play him to? And I said, if you're telling me Josh Young's out for the rest of the season, I think Gunner Henderson should be about minus 300 or minus 400. I think that's like the territory that we're talking about. And I'll explain why in a second. And so the market opens at one, one domestic was brave enough to open first. And, uh, and the one that takes a little better limits too, which is great. And they opened Gunner at even money. And this is where I know I'm friends with a bunch of sickos because the market opens. And I mean, it's six, what are you doing at 640 on a Sunday night, right? Uh, probably not updating your apps to make sure that AL Rookie of the Year has <laughs> opened, right? Probably don't have the alerts set up for that one. And I had, I got a note from somebody, friend of mine, right, like right at open. Like it, I mean, because I had checked like five minutes earlier. It opened, somebody sends me a note, Gunner even money, is this a joke or something? Then I, then like two minutes after that guy, I get another DM from someone. Hey, did you see Gunner just, and I'm like, yeah, 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 I got it. <laughs> like I'm all over it. Okay? <laughs> and then for basically like a long amount of time, it was, I'll, I'll speak for myself. Just like I, I viewed this as like a, an opportunity is I guess the wrong word. Like I, I know it takes a long time to get paid. Just, I think that was like the, one of the most criminal mispricing of even a small market, even a market you can't bet a lot of money into. I mean, like outrageous, <laughs> like, I mean, really outrageous. And, uh, and so basically just like tried to bet as much money as humanly possible for a night into, uh, into it until the other places opened and got it all the way to 210, I think. And now then everybody else opens like around 200 and this, that's where we are right now. So just like a little bit of a story about last night. I'll just give you my opinion, Jeremy. You can tell me if you agree. Jake, you can tell me if you agree. The way that this award is typically decided is it is a war counting competition, and it is not remotely close between Gunnar Henderson and now any other viable candidate. And there are, you know, 50-ish 
games left, 49, 51, depending on the team that you root for. Uh, that may not be enough time for this to even get close. So we're getting pretty close to door shut on this. I'd say 15 to 20 more games. And uh, and if you're going to deal me like a low, a short price or a, not a short price, but like an even money or a, a minus one something on the guy who's mm-hmm. that far ahead, which is Gunnar Henderson, then uh, then I'm going to take it and say thanks. And uh, that's how I feel about the market right now. Well, and, and let me just say this, and I'll let Jake run with it, because, I, you know, the other thing when I just look at the uh, the different players that are up uh, here as far as the top of the AL Rookie of the Year, Gunner's going to play every day. I know um, Cassis is, uh, is going to play, but he gets pinch hit for all the time. Uh, he'll get some days off here and there. Um, when you look at guys like Yoshida, he gets days off as well. And and I've been screaming about he DHs since a lot too, yeah. which is why he uh, so, which is why he doesn't accumulate WAR very fast. For people who are curious about why that happens, by the way, like how is Gunner so far ahead of Yoshida in WAR when Yoshida bats three hundred? It's because Yoshida DHs all the time, all the time. So he yeah. makes no defensive. And by the way, he plays left field in the game, but he's not particularly good at it. So he has like makes no defensive contribution, and Gunner does, and that's one of the yeah. reasons why this is happening. I think that's something that we don't take in consideration a lot of times when we look at some of the, and I, I say imports, but the guys that are coming in from other countries, um, that depending on their league style, do they play every day? Are they, are they this tough of a schedule going on the road? Are, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that factor into it, and I think when you look at some of the schedule, uh, scheduling that goes on not only in Japanese baseball, uh, the KBO, and some other things, um, that that can have an impact on some of the, the guys coming in for Rookie of the Year. But, again, with Gunner, the power's there. The defense is there. I've been screaming about how I think this guy's a generational talent. And the sad part is Jackson Holiday might be better. Um, but, yeah, I think he's a shoe in to win the award for all the reasons that you gave. And I'll, I'll let Jake run with this, too, because I know it's his baby boy. Jake, Jake yeah, that what, is my... I want, I want your answer. What, what price... Jake, I give Jake all the credit in the world for this. Because I have prices on Gunner that are really good. And Jake, I think you have the best. I actually think you have like the best price. Like the absolute bottom on Gunner Henderson, I think you bought. So like, what was it? And yeah. then obviously like, you know, what do you think of the market right now? So this was the end of May and I had been looking at it and me and Ken were all over. We wanted to beat, try and beat Yoshida. Didn't think it was right that he was the favorite. And now we're seeing the fruits of that. Obviously it was 35 to one. And I said to Ken that day, I was like, Outrageous. I think we're really close to the <laughs> buy point on Gunnar Henderson. And That's Young so was sick. at 20 on that same day. Young was 20 too. And I yeah. went on both. Of them. I said, I said to Ken and a couple of, I said, I think we are at or really close to the buy point on both of these guys, because there is no way this is what it's going to look like two, three months from now. And now here we are. Yeah. I mean, that's my large adult son and he's my most handsome, large adult son. He's awesome. He's like, he says himself, like, we're finally seeing the Gunnar Henderson with swag and, like, confidence that we saw at the end of last year that made him the favorite for the award coming to the season. Now he's out here telling reporters, like, oh, yeah, I got another gear. We're about to kick it up a notch, too. Like, that's insane. Like, this guy is nuts. And so just to, like, tie a bow on it, we talk about on this show the hit-by-bus factor, which started with Julio Rodriguez then for a little bit was Corbin Carroll and uh, – but. Now, like, okay, it might be the Gunnar Henderson hit by butt fat, hit by bus factor. Like, oh, hit by butt. If is he is hit by a bus, hit by a butt, yeah. be crazy. <laughs> That'd be tough. But like, Ooh. if Gunnar Henderson is unfortunately hit by a bus, it's not going to be Yoshida. I think Hunter Brown's probably the next best candidate. Jeremy, you brought up Cassis, and I get why he's been unbelievable. But I think it would be Edward Julian in Minnesota. He yeah. has had an OPS of almost a thousand for a month now. He's been unbelievable, and nobody knows who he is because he plays in Minnesota, and oh boy, does that team stink, and there's no reason to watch them or any team in the AL Central when teams in the AL Central aren't fist-fighting each other, but 
that would be the one for me if Henderson is unfortunately hit by a bus or abducted by aliens or whatever you want to call it. But I agree oh, with you guys. Like, this is, is good too. Aliens yeah. is a good one too. That's a good like Julio instead of the Julio, Julio Rodriguez hit by a bus. It's the Gunnar Henderson abducted by aliens theory. That's that's actually like pretty New good bit. too. Um, yeah, just to, to provide oh, yeah. the exact specific context of of why we like Gunnar and why we think he's really far ahead. Um, if you subscribe to the notion that this is a war counting award, that it's like literally like voters just look at the end of the year of which rookies have the highest war and vote for them. Which, by the way, the last thirty years of history tells you is what happens, especially the last ten to fifteen years. The sabermetrics has become popularized, and all the voters understand it. Um, and position players win tiebreakers with pitchers. Okay, if you kind of subscribe to that theory, Gunnar Henderson's current B war is a three point four. Yoshida's is a 1.7, and Yoshida has played as many games. That is the Grand Canyon to try to make up in the final 50 games. It can happen, but it means Yoshida's got to basically turn into, you know, he's got to, instead of Masataki Yoshida, he's got to be Manny Ramirez with the Red Sox or something for the last 50 games. And Gunnar Henderson has to be bad. And F-War, which is the other war projection, uh, Henderson's slightly less than doubling up Yoshida, a little under three to about one and a half wins for Yoshida. And again, Yoshida's going to DH and he's going to not play sometimes. Like, it's just like, he, he's not the guy and people are gonna be like, well, he hits over 300. I do think there are some voters that would vote for him for that reason. Like it's a really obvious counting statistic. And I do think he kind of like merits some consideration for just something that obvious, but I, I can't ignore the entire historical precedent of the award. And the fact that if Yoshida was going against bums and he had a bad war, sure. He's going against like a legit winner with an awesome resume. Like it's not the same thing. So uh, I do. Th I think Gunnar Henderson is. Look, he can get hurt. Crazy things can happen. Uh, still more likely to win than the market, probably by a lot. Good stuff. All right. Look, you know we're gonna get into some YBYB Jeopardy. Gunnar's gonna win the AL Rookie of the Year. Um, but we'll, we'll have some fun with Jeopardy. I heard Brawls is in there, so stay tuned. It's You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 